My friends, I have to tell you, I am so embarrassed by what is going on with immigration right now. The way that our country is handling this, the way that the two parties are using this group of people as pawns, it makes my heart ill. I just, I just can't believe the heartlessness, the lack of humanity. I can't believe that as, as smart and as innovative as we are as Americans, that we cannot find a solution to this problem. And to be honest with you, I don't think we're trying to find a solution. I think we're trying to be divisive so that we can raise money, so that we can get angry and and hateful and full of fear. And the entire time this is happening, a group of people who are looking to come to this country because they're hungry, because their children are starving, and yes, some for bad reasons, are all suffering because we can't get our heads together. We can't get our our political differences to go away for a minute and solve this problem. And it is a problem that is solvable. And in fact, I'm going to present a plan to you tonight, one that I put together 25 years ago that could solve this problem. I happen to believe that if you put a bunch of people in a room and you take politics out of the equation, a solution can be found. Meanwhile, we're using illegal immigrants as a political pawn. And I have to tell you, this latest stunt, and it is a stunt from Florida and from Texas, of putting migrants on buses and sending them to sanctuary cities, if you for one second think that this is a good idea, that this is humane, that this has any possibility of solving the problem, then you and I have a huge, huge difference in opinion about what is humane. First of all, we know that these people were lied to. They were rounded up and they were told that they were going to be sent to a place where they would have food, where they would have a job, where they would have basic necessities. This is one immigrant. He says, quote, I was always aware that there was a benefactor who was paying for things. I never, ever, ever knew it was a governor or politician, so my only will was to help people. This was what one of the recruiters said. So this is one of the people who was going around and telling these illegal immigrants, look, we're going to get you help. We're going to get you all of these things. And they don't even know that they're lying to the to the immigrants. A man who was also an immigrant told the news organization that he was living on the streets of San Antonio, Texas for about a month before he met a woman identified as Perla, who said she roped him into the scheme, put on a bus, sent somewhere else. He said the woman made an offer to him, promising him money, food, and clothes, as long as he found other migrants willing to get on flights to Massachusetts from Texas. You know, illegal immigration is a huge problem, and it's been a problem that has gone on as long as I can remember, and we need to find solutions. This is not a solution. 
lying to people, sending them to places where they're not going to get what they're told. How can you in your heart of hearts believe that this is the proper way to treat anybody? I just don't understand, especially when so many of the people who are crying for secure borders or or to solve the illegal immigration problem would otherwise call themselves religious. Love your neighbor, turn the other cheek, all of those types of things. Where is that? It doesn't seem to exist because we've been ginned up to anger about these illegal immigrants. We've been told that they're murderers, they're rapists, and oh, by the way, some of them are good people. And what's happening? Americans are getting upset. Did you hear this story? This is also in Massachusetts. An off-duty Massachusetts Army National Guard member tailed a Florida tour bus and confronted its senior citizen passengers, making them, uh, mistaking them for migrants being sent to the state from Florida. The off-duty service member pursued the tour bus for at least 10 miles to their hotel in East Falmouth, I guess, Falmouth, later confronting the bus driver, Michael Vaughn, and 37 senior citizens. This is not how we solve illegal immigration, and this is not how we treat people. And I know you might be saying, these are criminals. Of course we treat criminals this way. Do you know the code? Do you know what the real crime is for being in this country illegally? It does not rise to this level of treatment at all, not even close. And for those who have decided to describe this group of people of illegal immigrants as uh, rapists and murderers and and some of them good people, you realize that in every single group, among white people, among black people, among Hispanic people, among religious people, there are murderers and rapists and, and robbers and burglars. And we could, if we wanted to, we could lead out and we could talk about those groups the same way that we've heard as though somehow they're all that way. And it's just not true. These people have come here for a better life. And I would ask you, which one of you put in the same circumstance, born in the same third world country, born under oppression, born without the ability to feed your family, Which one of you honestly in your heart can say that you wouldn't try to come to the land of promise, to the land of milk and honey? Which one of you can say honestly in your heart that you would follow every law, that you would make every decision perfectly? Can you really say that? Can you really put yourself in that position and honestly say that you would make a different choice than they are making? The lack of humanity that we find in all areas of politics right now is truly destroying this country. We don't view any other group that we view as opposition. We don't see them as human anymore. 
And this illegal immigration problem is a perfect example of that. These are not human beings. These are obstacles. These are uh, enemies. These are something else. And we are treating them in the worst possible way. Now, you may be surprised to find out that I actually think we should have secure borders. I actually think that we should have uh, a system that finds and gets rid of, not gets rid of, but deports people who are here illegally. But I believe that that's only one part of a much bigger plan that needs to be put in place. There is no single solution here. That's why when the former president, his whole solution was, we'll just build a wall. That's it. We'll build a wall and Mexico will pay for the wall. Well, my commentary the entire time was, if you don't get rid of the incentive, the financial incentive to bring illegal immigrants here on the part of the coyotes and other people, if you don't get rid of the financial incentive for illegal immigrants to come here, if you don't get rid of the financial incentives for employers to hire them illegally, I don't care how big your wall is. I don't care how thick it is. They will go over, under, or around to get into this country. So just simply thinking that this structure is going to solve the problem, to me, was always short-sighted. We need comprehensive immigration reform. And I want to share with you, I'll show you, uh, this is just kind of a snapshot. Obviously, uh, this is just kind of an infographic, so you can get an idea of what I feel should happen. Obviously, it's going to take more than an infographic. But I hope that you look at this and you see, wait a minute, you know, we can do this. We can find a way. But to simply put people on a bus and lie to them, to turn them into political pawns so that you can get more fundraising, so that you can say, see, we're doing something about illegal immigration. You're not doing anything about illegal immigration. You're taking advantage of good people. You're taking advantage of people who are trying to find a better life, trying to participate in the American dream like so many of our ancestors did so many years ago. It's time we start acting with a little bit of humanity, with a little bit of love for our neighbors. So Again, let's take a look at this here quickly. Hopefully, you'll be able to read this on the screen. Okay, the way I've got this laid out is that I believe that certain things need to happen in order to get control of the problem. And if we can get those requirements that I'm calling them, if we can get those requirements in place, then I believe that there is space for compromise. That compromise could include illegal immigrants if they're willing to come forward and pay a fine to be able to stay here if they can get employment and if they can remain uh, lawful. But in order for that to happen, we have to have the requirements first, okay? So that's the way I've set this up. So if we can get everything on the top there under requirements, then I believe we can compromise and allow the things in green on the bottom. So let's go through the things on the top. One, vastly improved border security. That could be wall, that could be tech, that could be staff. 
you have to have a deterrent. And the reason why I believe this is because, first of all, I think we have a right to decide who comes into this country. But in a world of terrorism, of, of drugs, of pandemics now, I think that we should be controlling who comes in and, in and out of our borders. And if you think that this is a strange uh, uh, philosophy, uh, I promise you, when you try to get into Canada, you try to get into Australia, you try to get into other places like this, their immigration policies, their enforcement are just as strict, if not more, for the very same reasons. So I believe strong border security is important. I don't think a wall, every single place is necessary or effective, but I do believe it can and should be part of the strategy. All right, the second part, employers need to be held accountable for illegal hiring. We need to improve our system to verify identities. We need to improve our system to identify employers that are hiring people under the table. They must be held accountable. Number three, fix the tourist visa abuse problem and other entry abuse. Many illegal immigrants come here on a uh, student visa, on a travel visa, and they just stay. That is a problem that needs to be solved. Number four, end of sanctuary cities. And you might be saying, J-Mac, how are you going to get sanctuary cities to uh, stop being a sanctuary city? Well, that's part of the compromise here. I am suggesting to sanctuary cities that we can let those who are here illegally stay if we can get all of these other things in place so that you won't have to worry about immigration running through your city, knocking on doors and deporting people. If we can have a place where people are encouraged to come forward and they're able to stay, then you're not going to have to have the sanctuary city anymore. That's why this needs to be part of the compromise. Next, and this one's very important. Everyone who, who is here illegally must come forward, pay some type of fine, or face deportation. There has got to be an enforcement element to this, because if not, people are not going to follow the system. And I will add, employers being held accountable for illegal hiring, I think that it is uh, important, and you'll see this in the requirements, that we make that process much easier for employers to hire and for uh, potential employees to get to get hired, to be able to come into this country. But you have to have enforcement if you're going to have a system where people can come in, where they can get work. If you just allow that to happen, but you don't try and find the people who are trying the easy way to get around the system or the criminals, then it's going to fall apart. Enforcement is always going to be part of the equation. So if we can get everything on the top there, all of those requirements in red, then I believe that we can make room for some important things. One, immigrants without criminal history allowed to stay, and especially the dreamers, the DACA kids. Now, I'm not suggesting 
that everyone gets allowed to become a citizen here. I think that's something that is worthy of debate. But to be able to stay here long term, if you come forward, if you pay a fine, if you maintain a job, if you're not on public assistance and you're able to do those things, then I believe you can and should be allowed to stay. Again, if we can get all of the requirements in place first, I think it's important to realize that the way our economy is structured, we need this labor force. It's an important part of this country. Let's have a system where they can stay. And I know a lot of people are like, I want to, they need to be kicked out and get back in line so that the people who did it right, they, they, uh, they can, it can be fair. People want fairness. And, and I understand the fairness argument, but there's a time when you have to match, uh, your principle or, or what you really want with reality. And the reality is you're not going to round up 20 million people. You're not. 20 million people are not going to just go, okay, you got me and go home. If you suddenly try to kick everybody out, they're going to go into hiding. They're going to go into the shadows and you're not going to solve the problem. You're going to do much better by letting them know if you come forward and you announce yourself and you become part of the system and you pay taxes and you pay a fine, then we will allow you to stay. So to me, this is a program and a plan where reality is an important part of the equation. And then the other element, improved system for entry and outside employee recruitment. We need to have a way for employers to be able to recruit from out of the country, for those people to be background checked, for them to be able to come in legally and lawfully, know who they are, how long they are here, let us decide how long they are allowed to stay. My friends, this is a system that can work. But what's what's important about this system is that if you take away any part of it, it kind of falls down. That's why we need comprehensive immigration reform. It's got to be sanctuary cities getting together with law enforcement, getting together with Congress, getting together with those groups who represent the illegal immigrants, getting together with every part of the equation and saying, if we can get all of these things in place, then we can actually actually solve illegal immigration for the future. If we don't, then we're going to end up with a situation where at some point there's going to be just amnesty given to those who are here without any requirements. That amnesty will then encourage others to come. And so now we've made the problem worse or we're building barriers on our border. But I've told you, as long as the financial incentive is there, people will go over, under, and around. And the, the war on drugs just proves that. So I just hope that you'll take a minute and consider this plan. And even if you don't agree with all of it, can, can you not see how we can get together and find real solutions instead of lying to people and putting them on a bus to nowhere? 
That is just the worst possible outcome. And I think that it really speaks to character. If you're willing to treat humanity in that way, I just, I just really have to wonder about your true core motivation. Now, I would love in your comments, please tell me where you think that this program falls down so that I can help update it and improve it. Tell me what you like and what you don't like. And let's actually, I know this is crazy, choose leaders who want to solve the problem, who are willing to get together in a room to actually solve the problem instead of using these people as a pawn. People who are desperate people who are trying to bring their families to the American dream. Let's not do that. And if you want me to be leading this fight, then I would love your donation. You can go to jmacforutah.com. This will be a major part of my fight if I have the opportunity to serve you in the halls of Congress.